And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Here we are one more time to review a movie. It's called The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2. Yes. I am Les Roberts 1. <laughs> That's very clever. And I'm Ann Elder. We're going to discuss this movie, Ann, because we loved the first version of this film back in 2005 mm-hmm. with the same cast. Exactly right. And the sisterhood is made up of Amber Tamblin, Alexis Bledel, America Ferrara, and Blake Lively. These are four women who, for one reason or another, are sharing a pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. And they wear them for a week, wash them, and send them to somebody else. And they magically fit all four of the girls. Isn't it amazing? Even though all four of them are very different body types. Yes, they really are. So that's magic. Yeah. These women are now older. They were teenagers when we saw the first film. They're grown up now. They're doing adult things. Well, they're grown up, but they're in college. It's their freshman year, so they're about 19. Right. They are in love. Several of them are. And going through all sorts of angst about that. Mm -hmm. And they keep sending these pants back and forth. But we really don't see the pants very much. We don't really see them wearing the pants very often. And a lot of that gets kind of lost Mm -hmm. in this four-pronged plot. I think it's difficult to always do a really great sequel. And I think Traveling Pants had a huge movie to live up to. I want to say huge pants to fill, but that would get a little complicated. <laughs> yes. But I think in this case, they did a very good job. And I liked the fact that these four women were struggling with all kinds of dramas in their life. And I think the movie did a very credible job of showing us the kinds of problems that 19-year-old girls have, as opposed to other exploitative kind of movies where those problems are dealt with in a very crass way. Well, I think we have to say right off here, although this is about romance and sex and what have you, this is not a naughty movie in any sense of the word. I think any young person over the age of 10 can very happily see this movie and not be upset by it. There's no bad language. It's very much a family kind of a movie. I think that the four women are very, very good. America Ferrara, who I loved in the first film, and now she's a huge television star with Ugly Betty. Sure. I also loved Alexis Bledel. She is very, very beautiful and very petite, and she has these big blue eyes, and she plays a woman whose family lives in Greece, and of course they all wind up in Greece for the end of the film. Two older women appear in this film, and I think they are both terrific. Blythe Denner plays the grandmother of Blake Lively. Blythe Denner is always very, very good. She plays a tough, no-nonsense kind of older grandmother, but she's wonderful. And the other actress, and I happen to think this is probably mm-hmm. the most beautiful woman in films anywhere today. Her name is Shora Agdashlu. She is Iranian. We have seen her in several other films. She plays an anthropology professor that Blake Lively is working under. She is absolutely sensational. I can't take my eyes off her when right. she's on the screen. I want to talk a little bit about the problem that these girls face in this picture and the discreet way that the script deals with them. Ferrara has to choose between being with her mother at a critical time versus being on stage in a starring role. Amber Tamblin is experimenting with goth makeup and she works in a video store and she's also trying to finish up a film that she's making. And we watch her sort of go off the deep end a little bit and magically the traveling pants show up and they get her back on track. 
Blake Lively is on an archaeological dig, and she has to deal with her mother's death, and she has to finally grieve. And then you have Alexis Bledel, kind of the shy girl, and maybe she finds that she's perhaps a bit too attracted to a male model in her art class. Now, on the surface, these are not life-and-death crises problems. But to a young woman dealing with life after a freshman year at college, I think that these problems can be very critical and they need to be sorted out. And I think that's what the film is trying to say. The other thing is, in the summer after you have your first year in college, quite often and I know this is true about me, women find that they don't fit into their parents' homes or lifestyle very well. That's for sure. That's when you really need your friends. And here you had four girls that were off doing their own thing, and really they needed each other at that point in their life more than ever. And I think that's what this film is trying to say. Hey, teenage girls are going to love the movie, and so are their grandmothers. So, you know, it's win-win for everybody. Well, I think it is win-win for almost everybody. It was not win-win for me. I did enjoy the movie, but I didn't enjoy it a lot. I think it is very, very much a film for young women. And for that reason, and because it didn't touch me nearly as much as the earlier version of this film, I'm giving this a very strong yellow light. Well, Les, I think that the girls do very well in this movie, and I like the fact when the picture ends, it's not the handsome hunk that is important to the girls. It's really their friendship and their respect and their relationships with each other that matter the most. And I think that's a very good message. It's a solid one for young girls and older girls today. So I'm going to give Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants to a really genuine, nice green light. It is a nice film, and you're a nice person, and I'm glad we didn't argue very much about this film. Well, we'll save the arguments for another time, okay? <laughs> so, a green light from Ann Elder and a yellow light from me for The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. You've watched them in unforgettable adventures, love affairs, and tragedies. Now it's time to hear their own remarkable stories. From the makers of Death of a Rockstar and Death of a Sports Star, this is Death of a Film Star. Starring Heath Ledger, Marilyn Monroe, Chadwick Boseman, Robin Williams, Carrie Fisher, and Bruce Lee. Search for Death of a Film Star in your podcast app. You've seen them tell stories. Now it's time to tell theirs.